everyone. We're back. It's Cher. And Andrew. And this is your fourth episode of Recaps on the Run. Oh yeah. We're on a roll now. We hope you guys have been running while you listen in. Whether it's walking, jogging, just staying active. So thanks again for joining us. Today we'll be covering Better Call Saul. Season 2, Episode 9. Oh my god! One more before the season finale. Can you believe it? We're ready! I was just thinking about how this whole season, I can't even pinpoint one thing actually that happened. It continues to be the movie about, the series no, about nothing. This, this episode a lot of stuff happened. This is pretty Let's get major episode. Yeah, I wasn't knocking it. I'm, I'm, I still love watching it. I'm still looking forward to the finale next week, but let's talk about this episode. What were your thoughts? So, started off with Mike, when oh, we finally got man. to see what the hose plan was. Such a good scene. Such a good opening scene. I caught it too, the best Mike strip. <laughs> You're right, you get points for that one. So, uh, Definitely thought it was good. It did sort of felt like we're back home in the desert. Nice backdrop, good music, good plan, executed perfectly. So good. Well, we think it was executed perfectly. <laughs> no, actually, I don't think so at all. You don't think it was executed? What, what do you think? Well, should we skip ahead at all? Well, oh, yeah, let's just talk about it. First, I think finally, now I get what that drilling sound was. In the garage, obviously, it was the love I'm tired, I called that too. You, you were right again. Man, you're two for two. Yeah, listen back to uh, podcast number two for that. <laughs> you are a criminal mastermind, Andrew. I mean, it was a good heist. We'll talk about what what happened later on in the episode. When. Not joking, back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just wanted to say when Nacho was asking if he left any. Or if the person saw him, the guy he tied up, he actually saw his car. Exactly. Yeah. So, That's what I was thinking. And we know from Breaking Bad, Mike once said his famous line, there's two kinds of heists. The one where they get away with it, and the one where they leave witnesses. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I don't remember that line, but... That was when they were robbing the train. Yeah, Mike's definitely. I think it was the train. He's so good. He's he's such a good character. Like, just commands so much respect. Even though the more I think about it, he hasn't really shown his stuff to back it up. Like his, he hasn't really demonstrated many Jason Bourne transporter, Jason Statham kind of abilities, other than when people broke into his house. But I'm interested to see if they show some of that backstory and a little bit more action. Well, they did show when he took those guns from the, that guy when he was first hired last season. True. Yeah, that, that was some quick hand movement. Right? But he's such a good character. I know when he was chatting with Nacho, we found out he got away with a quarter of a million dollars. 250000 oh, Man! That's, that's a come-up. That's a comma. But, sipping around the episode again before we review the whole thing, it's just like Jimmy got caught, 
I'm a hundred percent sure something's gonna happen with Mike. Something he's gonna get caught somehow. Well, or he's. Let's call it out. Buying a whole bar, a round of drinks. Yeah. Come on, it. you can't get more conspicuous than that. Everyone's gonna remember the old guy who bought a round. Story's gonna go around. They know what bar they're at. They know what people are. They know he paid in cash. All those things trail back. to trail back. I also think that when Mike was telling Nacho, they're not half as smart as they think they are. I honestly think all of his hideout spots are so obvious. <laughs> like, how could people not see you across the street in the same spot, in the same car? I don't know. I think he needs to switch up his old school beat cop mentality of just watching through binoculars. Like, go through a, go to a building, watch from a different window. Switch it up, I don't know. Oh yeah, it's just what well, cops normally do, so. Keeping it close to real life there. He used to be a cop. Where did he used to be a cop back? Well, he's Philadelphia. from Philadelphia, yeah. Oh man, that cafe scene with a little flirt on with Fran. Fran. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna get to her. Well, it's true. Because that's where Tio Salamanca met him before, isn't it? Well, he's a frequent person there. He's pretty much a guy of routine. He can't really. It's not he's not a hard guy to find if someone's looking for him. Coming up on our fourth lap. <laughs> keep on breathing. Keep on listening. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's tricky because we kind of know what happens to Mike ultimately way, 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 way further down the line. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see what develops for the rest of this series. Better call Saul. Alright, so... That was all right for that opening scene. I thought it was a good start, opening scene, yeah. Mike had a good, strong solo performance. Really interested to see what happens to him next week. Thoughts? Oh, how about when he was spying on Salamanca? What was that all about? What do you think about yeah, that scene? Some medicine. Inhaler, right? Was that an inhaler? It was some pills and he needed water. Oh. His, his lackey got him some water and he pushed him away. So maybe that's showing what's going to happen to him that makes him end up in a wheelchair in the future. Medical, because he needs oxygen in that wheelchair, we know that. Good point, good point. I'm also surprised, I thought that was a great performance when they met in the warehouse and Nacho again, just because when he said, you're still thinking about that, about the cops, he's like, here we forgot about you, like, he's not even tripping off of you, it just goes to show like, He's such a small player, but it's like I didn't forget about him. You know, he's still feeling threatened. Still feeling like something needs to happen. Which is interesting. Oh yeah, I forgot about the part where they had to shoot a the know, good Samaritan. Good Samaritan to, no. Because he saw the guy tied up. No. And that's obviously weighed on Mike. Yeah, you from his reaction. Saw his face, someone died from what he did. Some innocent bystander. I don't know how much of a good guy or I don't know why he would care so much. Because he's a good guy, because he cares. You know oh yeah, he cares about he cares people about that people. are good Samaritans at least. Yeah. Maybe not the drug dealers. No, it'll be interesting with I'm surprised that guy didn't come to squeeze in for some of that two hundred and fifty thousand. 
He's an interesting like, player, Sean. What's like happened to him? He's one of the. Well, I guess there's not many, but he's one of the top characters to see in every scene he's in. It's yeah. A thrilling or something's going on. Well, he was already represented even by Jimmy already. So he's. Uh, that's right. He's a player in the game for sure. Double cross after double cross after double cross. I don't know. Mike's too. Just back to it. He's just too vulnerable. I mean, to have his family close by his granddaughter, he's just an easy mark. Yeah, and that might have been one of the very few times I've seen Mike smile. Oh, in the cafe? Yeah. Where, I know. That I, I wrote that in my notes when I was watching too. Like his first real kind of carefree smile. He does a little smirk often, but that was a really nice, calm smile. I wonder if that was related to anything about asking if something snows and shoveling and, you know, maybe he's going to go bury someone up at France spot. You never know. She invited him over. Yeah, good chemistry. Yeah. He's a good guy. I don't know. I just about that bar scene. Like, oh, why, why, why am I around? No point. Unless it's a red herring. Maybe he wants Tio Salamanca to find him out. No, he wouldn't risk his rent. 250,000, that's all I got to say. Okay. quarter of a million. That's higher. Brilliant, brilliant. Alright. Let's continue on. You want to jump to the mess that was the Messi Verde court hearing oh. in front of the regulations judges? I don't know why I feel bad for Chuck. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate him in a lot of ways, but that was just... That was painful. That was a... What a low blow by oh, Jimmy. That, How did you do That was the most public display yeah. of humiliation in front of his colleagues, it would have been one thing. Yeah. his client. If it was just the before he went up to speak in front of everybody and it just happened privately, the errors. Oh but, man, very public. It cost, you know, cost him his reputation, it cost the banking, six weeks delay. Oh, I know. Right when they showed him on screen, I was like, I hate Chuck. That was my initial reaction. And during that court hearing, I was like, oh, <laughs> man, I feel sorry for him again. Well, not again, but for the first time ever. You know what really bad. I wasn't feeling sorry for was that bank manager who denied <laughs> Kim and chose Chuck anyway. Well, you know, to be fair, Chuck was convincing. Yeah, he's... He had a good case. He just... He doesn't fight dirty like Jimmy. Yeah. But he's a good case. So. so... Understandable. Tell me why that even though I know we saw Jimmy do that, we saw him <laughs> plan everything and go to the photocopy place and deliberately screw with Chuck. Tell me why, even though I knew Jimmy did that, I felt angry at Chuck for accusing Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> Like, how, how can he jump to that conclusion, Chuck? That's his brother. He's known him forever. What? Again, just back to Jimmy being committed to his con. Just like Chuck said, no one ever accused him of being lazy. He went through a lot. And it's paid off. Kids got him back. 
see that. Oh man. That whole confrontation though. Kim, Jimmy, and Chuck. Oh. Wow. I love Kimmy. I, I, love I was her. just thinking. I love her so much. Can you imagine if Skylar was like that in Breaking Bad? That's what I'm talking <laughs> And she had her man's back. Oh my gosh, Kimmy. Even if he was wrong, she just wants him to be the best person he, he is. In public. A united front to stay loyal. You know, you know. You know, you know, you know. You're a team. Oh, I love you so much. She said, she even knows Jimmy's not perfect, but she still, she still has his back. And she knows him so well. I just, uh, see, and again, in front of Chuck, no faltering. She's got her man's back. In the car, she'll punch him. And she won't talk about it anymore. She won't mention anything, but she knows. She's been in on some of his cons and some of his scams. She knows what he's capable of. I thought they were going to just leave it at... Her suspecting it was possible, but she's smart. At the very, well, at the very end, she said uh, that whole thing. I rewatched it like four times. It was so good. She said, "Chuck, a smart lawyer, and yeah. figured out." Yeah. And he's an adversary. He was. She was like hinting, and I loved how Jim just picked up his keys. And yeah, took off. he didn't no even words. be like, "I gotta use the bathroom." He just so it confirmed. That she Kim knows. knows for sure. She knows, she knows. And, the, and again, back to the comparison with Skyler, like, she knows he's not condoning anything, at least outward. Yeah, what's done is done already. She's hinting, though. And you know, Jimmy was like kind of dead and took a while. He was closing his eyes and making face like, what is he talking about? Until <laughs> he finally snapped But I love that subtlety. You need to grab some water. Grab some water. Show the intermission break. We'll be right back. All right, guys, we're back. Just gonna do a few short stretches. Stay then, limber. And we're gonna get started running again. Just a bit, yeah. Where were we? Talking? What were we talking about? Jimmy and Kim. Man, they're a dynamic. Do you see them setting up that dentist office? <laughs> and I, I know what goes into remodeling and painting and working together and just the seamlessness of them working together in quiet peace and being productive it made me feel really good I uh, I don't know I don't want to get too optimistic they're a good team is all I'm saying they're a good team what, what and we still saying? don't know we don't know if it, it's something bad that happens with or Jimmy and Kimmy Jimmy and Kim <laughs> I'm not sure if her name is Kimmy still they, they still don't call him Saul in the series of Kyle. Yeah, better Jimmy. call Saul. We're not going to even be introduced to Saul until at least series season three. So it's amazing that it's not even following the name yet. It's been two seasons. Yeah, so, well, for Breaking Bad, we don't know if Kimmy was there and we just never seen shots of Jimmy's personal life. So True that. we're not 100% sure if it's optimistic or or good or bad. Yeah, we don't even in the future. We don't know. You, you'll never take that dream away from me. But I'm just, just back to say, I think even from this episode, we see that Kim's a pretty good mastermind. I mean, we've seen hints of it. He goes along with the cons. He's a good actress. You know, she's can scam with the best of them. She's, she's a legit lawyer. She's smart. She's a smart cookie. She's hard worker too. She, I mean, she's calling all those numbers and working hard. 
What are you from Jimmy? Her acceptance of him just as he is. She's like the epitome. I, I don't even know if they've said they love each other yet, but she just loves him so much from when he was at the bottom of the mail room. Not that he's anywhere close to the top, but she just supports him. I love that. I love her loyalty. Yeah, so. Good things about him. A lot of good things, yeah. where we saw Jimmy get to do his con work at the school. Oh, man. Bring up the, the singer? I forgot his name. Oh, the one who sang the tequila song, though. Or a pina colada song. <laughs> Brandy? No. That wasn't it. Ricky Holt? Something like that. Home something. Yeah. Boy, what he's, a, he's a quick talker. He's a quick talker. He's good. He's, he's got... He's all got all the charisma. And he knows just the right crew to work with. Kids? Yeah. <laughs> what? Come on. Cheap kids? Yeah, they remind him of himself, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last week was a uh, lawnmower. Today is uh, tree trimmers that you guys will be listening to in the background. Yeah, running around the track this time. Pretty sunny. Yeah, a little cold, just actually. Right. I was getting warming up. Let's chat about that commercial. What do you think? It has an air date tomorrow, 11:18 between 11:18 and 11:35. Does it? Yes, between it was like criminal, dangerous minds or something like that. Huh. He told him to watch it. What do you think? Well, I, for all his showmanship. What are the shots so far in the commercial? Just a flag. The veteran in the plane. It's obviously going to be something patriotic. A lot of red, white, and blue. And he's wearing his fancy suits. Yeah, the establishing shots. It's going to be something, a call to action. It's obviously going to be for the new firm. I'm nervous that he's about to air it without him seeing it. I'm super, super nervous about it. I don't know. I'm always on the edge of my seat to see how his stuff pans out. Even his simple bar stuff, like getting people to pay for their meals, I always get nervous that one of these days it won't pay off or something will go horribly wrong. So, really looking forward to seeing that finished commercial. How many shots has he shot? He shot the old commercial with the old lady, the airplane one, and just this, the flag one. But he's worked on a billboard before, too. commercials in the future when he saw. I just want to say it's pretty amazing how we're looking forward to a commercial. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to this whole series about nothing. I wouldn't call it nothing. It just... But there's no, slow, there's no bad guys yet. There's no ultimate negative adversaries for them. Violence, death, none of the... Well, it is... Mike versus Tio and True. Uh, Jimmy versus Chuck now. What do you think about Howard? Howard. play into this? I don't know. Is this? What's his name? Is this place done? Yeah, he hasn't done. been doing anything. He's just done. There's no He's spot for him right now. Well, maybe. Ah. We'll get into. Okay. <laughs> We're following along that chain of thought then. So. 
good for segue. It. Go for what it. What is up with Howard? Because as we all know, how did the show end with poor Chuck in the Xerox, Xerox store, basically bashing his head. Oh man, that was, oh. uh, that was the first, that was the first time in a lot of shows that I've seen that. I winced and said, oh crap. Hard, that's a hard one. And he knew, he knew it was coming. Level, you know, of course. Some, he was gonna have breakdown. Something was gonna happen. Oh, man. Psychedelic. Tripping. He was doing with electricity. Going crazy. Slurred speech. You know, I was thinking stroke, heart attack, any of the above. And maybe all of the above. I know. It's so crazy because I have no idea which direction they're going. He could be... He could have like a serious injury, he'll never recover. It could be the complete opposite. Or he could die, actually. Yeah. But it could be complete the opposite and maybe it cures him from his... Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know, but man, what a shot. When you see at the very end scene, Jimmy watching from across the street in the shadows. He call 911, call 911. He doesn't know what to do. He doesn't want to... Give away his position. If That's Chuck his brother. Actually find him. That's his brother, and all they're doing is wiping him off with a napkin. No move to call 911. I'm pretty sure he'll call them anonymously if they don't do it soon. But I'm sure if he calls them, it'll lead back to Chuck finding out that Jimmy was there. So. It's such, a, it's such an unfortunate vendetta. Because even Kim said during the confrontation at Chuck's house, which by the way, in case you guys didn't catch it, he changed his locks, basically locking Jimmy out of his own personal space, but Kim said best that he can prove that. Jimmy's in a ton of trouble. So much, so much legal trouble. Jail time fines, forgery, disbarred. So there's a lot at stake for everyone. And just like Kim said, I blame Chuck mostly because He's going to yeah. put Jimmy in this position, and their whole reason, I have no idea why Chuck wants uh, Mesa Verde Bank so much. It was Kimmy's from the very beginning, she called them, she won them over, and for Chuck to put on his suit and say, yeah, I'm, this is the case I want to work on, just to get back at Jimmy. Yep. So, I agree, I think Jimmy was born the way he was born. He's always going to be slipping Jimmy, but Chuck's non-support is building obstacles in front of Jimmy's success has fostered him into great even more of what he's become now. Evil. He's evil, actually. He's pretty. Saul's pretty. Jimmy's pretty evil. Is he selling out to you? Was that a slip? Is he a salt to you now? He's not. Is he still Jimmy? Who? What is he? How could he do that to his brother? How could they both do that to their brothers? It's kind of... Yeah, true. Hey, come on. Hey. Chuck said he still made a mistake. I should have double-checked that address. Shouldn't fight with your clients. I knew that you know the address better than that. Is everyone... It's a kind of... When there's an air of work, even though someone else might have messed up, it's my fault too. Maybe, maybe if Chuck stayed home, they would have been more lenient on Howard. 
you know? <laughs> if he would have taken Probably care not, of that since case. there were 13 different instances. Oh, but the slickness of Jimmy going back and replacing Hiding all the tainted, the, tree? the tainted files with the originals. Genius. I don't know how he didn't think about going back to the Xerox place, but without Kim's prompting, but man, he's got things pretty much covered. Pretty much, but just like Mike, not everything is covered. Yeah. Still holes. They're still new to the game. They're still seeing their, their growing to who they eventually become Breaking Bad. So, what do you think about, what do you think? Okay, speculation time. Again, speculation, no spoilers at all. What's gonna happen with Chuck? What's gonna happen with Jimmy? What's, what's gonna happen? <laughs> like I was saying, I don't know where they're taking it. There could be... Okay, they could kill him off. They could make him a, one of the main adversary of Jimmy and they just go back and forth next season. No, he's no match for Jimmy. He, he's a match, but he'll just get him thrown in jail somehow or other. He'll figure out his brother. He's like a, bat, a superhero villain type thing. Ah, so but they're both kind of villainous. <laughs> All Jimmy ever wanted was to be accepted. And you know Chuck's pissed because Kim won't go over his side. You know he wants to turn her against Jimmy. Yeah, maybe that's what what he's so mad about. that? Alright guys, did you grab your water? Towel off? Alrighty, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot some questions over here. Ready? Let's see, yes or no questions, easy ones. Do you want Chuck and Jimmy to make up? Would that be the ideal thing for you? For them to be best buddies? Would that be ideal? Yes or no, do you want that to happen? I want... Do you want them to make up and be friends? I want Jimmy to be happy. <laughs> I don't know if that is required, but... Well, I'm not even sure if I want Jimmy to be happy. That's a tough question. <laughs> I'll shoot the back at you, what? What about you? No, I think it's too much, too much history, too much past. I think they could be civil acquaintances and stop trying to undermine each other. Yeah, you know what? Let it go. I don't know if they need to be happy. I think they should just, they should be able to respect each other and shake exactly. hands. And that's it. Let it go. You stay with your firm on that side. I'll stay with my firm on this side. Don't mess with me anymore. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my ideal ending for them. I don't know if they need to be happy together, but just to acknowledge each other's abilities and accept each other. Right, you're going to ask a question? Okay. No, I'll, I'll wait for mine. Mine's not really a question. My next question. Um, oh my gosh, it was right on the tip of my tongue. What's bothering me? What's bothering me? Oh, I lost it. Alright, well, you know, let me... Okay, jump in. Are we done with this episode? Because okay. I got like a series type of thing. Okay, okay, go. I get real fast. You got a high level overarching question. Go. Shoot. Alright. Is... I have a suspicion about somebody. I don't know. Tell me if you feel suspicious about this character. Ernesto. Who's Ernesto? Chuck's assistant. You mean Eddie? No, Ernesto. Ernie. Ernie. What's Eddie? Okay. He... I'm not suspicious about him. You don't think anything is odd about him? I think he's my he's Chuck's babysitter. He works for Howard. Anything else familiar about him? What, you're thinking there's a connection to Gus? You think he's a... You think he's with I'm the glasses? It's so obvious. 
the way he stands, his clothing, his style, his professionalism. Ah, it's very subtleness and quiet even, nature. He even looks. Yeah, not, well, not, think, not yeah. just looks, it's his demeanor. His, yeah, his temperament, everything. Yeah, I can see that. I can't believe I had never thought of that before. Because they showed him a lot in this episode. And just him standing with his arms kind of wide. Yeah. Alright. Guys, we're gonna wait for this. All these people are trying to get a scoop on our <laughs> podcast. They want to hear the recap. They're curious about a point of view. So. That's a great I can't believe I didn't even consider that before. We got to dig deep into each character from now on. I, that's a great call. Yeah, because too many, too many scenes for him to just be a small little bit character. Agreed. More to come on that. I will say that another big character is Xerox guy. Won my respect and yeah. admiration for, for that sticking. $100 or was it? No, it was more, he believed out more than that. And then another 200 to disable the cameras. He stuck to his guns. He could easily double cross and continue making more money and I respect that he asked the good questions up front. Did you kill someone? Am I going to jail? Alright. <laughs> then I don't want to know about anything else. Perfect like character to interact with Jimmy. Yep. And Jimmy to take advantage of. Hey guys, we're just doing our cool down. Just about to wrap up this podcast. We hope that you join us next week when we recap the season 2 finale. Better call Saul. Are we going to do any more Maybe we'll do some more Fear the Walking Dead or... Oh, yeah. We'll catch Fear the Walking Dead Game next of Thrones catch-up. We'll, we'll explore some other things. Do you want to do your one word to describe this episode? Anticipation. I can't wait oh, yeah. for what's going to happen. That, that's a good word. I thought it was a really good episode. All right, guys. I'm, I'm trying to think of another word, but but I'll, I'll just second that. Second that emotion. Oh, loyalty. Season finale. No, loyalty. I want loyalty. Uh, Kim deserves all she she's everything that's all i gotta say bye guys bye